From the land of the midnight sun, welcome back to Prepper Dave's On the Road to Dystopia, your alternative news and information podcast. I'm your host, Prepper Dave. Today we're going to discuss if history is repeating itself with the J6 political prisoners. From Nelson Mandela to Gandhi to Aaron Burr and now Stuart Rhodes, how far are they willing to go to silence dissent? Well, a U.S. District Judge is warning conservatives and Republicans, just don't protest. Otherwise, you'll become a political prisoner. So what is a political prisoner anyway? A political prisoner is someone imprisoned for their political activity or beliefs that are contrary to those of their government. Political offenses are not always the official reason for the prisoner's detention. Going back to the Revolutionary War, political prisoners were those captured by the British for their involvement or their support for the war. They were often treated harshly and suffered from starvation, disease, and abuse. Sounds a little like what's happening to the J6 political prisoners today. Who were some of these political prisoners during the Revolutionary War. Some famous people? Robert Brown. He was a U.S. congressman from Pennsylvania. How about Andrew Jackson, a former U.S. president? Charles Lee, a major general in the Continental Army. George Matthews, a brigadier general in the Continental Army. How about John Sullivan, a major general in the Continental Army? And William Alexander Lord Sterling. He was a brigadier general in the Continental Army. So how were these political prisoners treated during the Revolutionary War? Was it much different than today? Well, let's just pick out some of the prison ships, some of the more famous ones. How about the Jersey, where more than 8,000 prisoners died on board and were buried in shallow graves on the shore or just thrown overboard. How about the Good Hope? It held about 200 prisoners and was notorious for its harsh discipline and torture. I know you guys have heard about the Scorpion. You know, a lot of prisoners died of smallpox and, well, a host of other diseases. And how about the Foulmouth, where many prisoners died of tropical diseases and malnutrition? Now, this does sound a lot like the D.C. jail system for the political prisoners from J6. Well, we have some other. How about some other famous names of political prisoners? How about people like Nelson Mandela? He was in prison from 1962 to 1990. How about Mahatma Gandhi? He was in prison several times between 1908 and 1944. And Leonard... Peltier. He's still imprisoned. Imprisoned since 1977. He was a Native American activist and a member of the American Indian Movement who was convicted of killing two FBI agents during a shootout at the Pine Ridge Reservation in 1975. Well, now he, ki he killed a couple people, didn't he? Now Mahatma Gandhi didn't. Neither did Nelson Mandela, right? They served extremely long sentences. And now, Stuart Rhodes. He's been sentenced to 18 years for seditious 
conspiracy. So what is seditious conspiracy anyway? Well, federal law under which seditious conspiracy is charged defines it as two or more people plotting to overthrow, which I don't think he did, to put down, I don't think he did, or to destroy by force, I don't think he did, the government of the United States or to levy war against them, which he didn't, or to oppose by force the authority thereof or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States. So anybody who's there to redress the Congress or our elected officials, if they're impeded in any way, I guess they can be charged with seditious or sedition and or seditious conspiracy. Now, what's the maximum penalty? It's my understanding the maximum penalty for seditious conspiracy in the United States is 20 years. Stuart Rhodes was sentenced to 18 years. You know, but he's in pretty good hands, though, of people, other people charged with seditious conspiracy. How about the trial of Aaron Burr? In 1807, well, he was charged for allegedly plotting to urge states to leave the Union and seize land from Spain and Mexico. Now, he was acquitted after a jury was instructed that prosecutors had to show he actually went to war against the United States. So, they failed to do that, but yet they convicted Stuart Rhodes for something he put on Facebook and said over a radio mic. Hmm. How about Christina, the Christina Resistance? In 1851. This is where escaped slaves and white people who aided them resisted U.S. Marshals seeking to capture them. Well, they were charged with treason. But they were acquitted... Or they had their charges dropped after lawyers argued the resistance was not akin to levying war. Again, not being able to prove that there was a war or levying a war. An actual war. And then you have his old poor old Stuart Rhodes here, right? Who is he? What and what is he? You know, what do we know about him? Well, we know he's the founder of the Oath Keepers, right? He's also a former U.S. Army paratrooper and a former lawyer who graduated from Yale Law School. So he's not just your run-of-the-mill Joe down the street. He's actually a lawyer that graduated from Yale Law School. As well as a former U.S. Army paratrooper. So who are the Oath Keepers? We hear a lot about these Oath Keepers and, well, man, if you listen to the mainstream media, you would think that they're just a bunch of white supremacists out there running around like they're the KKK with hoods and robes on. But in actuality, they're not. They're a group of proud American patriots who are dedicated to upholding the Constitution of the United States. Their members have rich, diverse backgrounds and include prior and current military law enforcement, firefighters, first responders, and civilians, all of, of whom have taken a solemn oath 
to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, that's what they say, right? Although today, with this 18-year sentence coming down, just another example of another solemn day for the Republic. We are the Titanic, as I always say, and we have hit the iceberg. But the fight isn't over. Hell, it's just begun. So, before we go any further, remember the content provided here is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical, financial, legal, or professional advice. We recommend consulting a qualified professional before taking any action on any content related to this podcast or any of the links provided. We do not endorse any candidates or political parties. Additionally, we are not responsible for any incorrect information and ask that you please back check all information and contact us with any and all errors. Remember, if you like this episode, please give us a like, subscribe, or follow, and please share with your friends, your family, so they too can unplug from the mainstream media. Just a question before we go further. How many presidential candidates out there have stated that they would uh, pardon the overwhelming majority of J6 political prisoners? Only one that I know of. Like I said, we don't support any candidates, but just food for thought. We're on the topic. Okay, back to a couple of these articles that we have now from the Independent Sentinel. Stuart Rhodes never entered the Capitol. And yet he was sentenced to 18 years for J6. Stuart Rhodes, an Oath Keepers leader, was sentenced to 18 years in prison for his communications before and during J6. The judge met with five carefully picked leftist witnesses who witnessed nothing of Stuart Rhodes. The Gateway Pundit detailed some of the witnesses' statements and calling non-witnesses to witness, well becoming quite popular in these leftist courts. Mr. Rhodes was mostly or only convicted of, well, First Amendment, I say, and thought crimes. If you have wrong thought or wrong speak, you will be convicted. It's basically a life sentence for a 57-year-old man. Wow, same age as I am. He was convicted of seditious conspiracy based on a civil war law morphed for this political persecution. Well, we see some other political persecutions going on in New York with Alvin Bragg, don't we? That means the others will also spend more time in prison than, well, than your typical murderer. The sentence. This morning, the corrupt And this is coming from the Independent Sentinel. This morning, the corrupt U.S. District Judge Amit Mata, presiding over the Oath Keeper's seditious conspiracy trial, evaluated the terror enhancement penalties the government is seeking. 
He wanted to justify what many see as an outrageous sentence for an absurd conviction. Yeah, if you don't see this as anything less than an absurd conviction, well, I don't know. I mean, there's no talking to you. The prosecutors, they wanted a 25-year sentence, but it's my understanding 20 years is the max. They wanted a 25-year sentence for Mr. Rhodes. Stuart Rhodes and Kelly Meggs are the first people in the history of the United States convicted of seditious conspiracy using a Civil War law outside of one terrorist in New York City. Rhodes never went into the Capitol, never committed an act of violence. As a matter of fact, he and Meggs are on video helping the police. Well, I don't know how you can see this as anything less than a message to you, to people like you, to me, and people like me. Prosecutors say Stuart Rhodes and his allies must serve significant jail time to help reverse an undercurrent in society that has embraced political violence. Um, this was the epitome of mostly peaceful protest redress of your elected representatives, unlike, and I don't want to keep making the comparison to the Antifa, to the BLM riots, that every year we have these riots and cities are burning because I hate mentioning it. Because the elite and those that want to control us are pitting us against one another. And I don't want to see that continue to happen. I want to see us all come together and fight, well, fight the evil. So what are they really saying to you and to me? Are they saying they want to make sure people on the right never protest again? Yeah, I believe they are. Because Rhodes never went into that capital. He didn't tell anyone to go in there. As a matter of fact, he told people not to commit violence. They just charged him and convicted him and sentenced him to make an example and to send fear into the hearts of every patriot. Now, he's in good company, and there's been thousands and thousands and thousands in the past that have died and been imprisoned to fight for the freedom that we allowed to get squandered away. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know where we go from here, folks. I don't know what to say about that judge or the prosecutors. Or even his own attorneys, which I, when I watched them outside the courthouse, I couldn't tell if they were his attorneys or the prosecution. <laughs> um, I, dig I digress. I'm sorry. We're going to go on to blacklisted news where the Oath Keepers founder, Stuart Rhodes, like we said, was sentenced to 18 years in prison for a J6 sedition. Now, they go on to tell us that James, uh, Stuart Rhodes 
came unarmed to D.C. And like we heard before, didn't enter the Capitol building. And he was sentenced 18 years in prison. By an Obama-appointed U.S. judge, Amit Mata. Rose Kime was apparently mouthing off about revolution in private chats and lamenting after that we should have brought rifles. Well, he didn't bring rifles. He was unarmed. He was mouthing off like many people do. He didn't enter the Capitol. He wasn't violent. As a matter of fact, he was trying to help the police. What they're telling you is, don't say anything. Otherwise, your neighbors will snitch on you, for one. And we will imprison you by the thousands if we have to. And if you think the Savior's coming to save you, they say he's not. Because they are going to tie him in knots with his own legal battles. They're not doing that with the current occupant of the White House, are they? Well, I guess it went on to say, you, sir, present an ongoing threat and a peril to this country and to the Republic and to the very fabric of this democracy. As a matter of fact, I think it's really the judge, Judge Amit Mata, that's the threat to democracy. Doesn't matter. I don't care that he's an Indian immigrant appointed D.C. District Court by Obama. He handed down a long sentence to the date for the J6ers. Montebio says he served on the board of Mid-Atlantic Innocence Project, one of many groups which helps get convicted murderers out of prison. But yet, Stuart Rhodes is a threat to democracy. Though Mata is a big believer in criminal justice reform when it comes to releasing thugs onto our streets, he opted to apply an enhancement for terrorism. This is according to Blacklisted News. From NBC, Oath Keeper's founder sentenced 18 years J6 seditious conspiracy case. The founder, and here's from NBC News, still in the same article from Blacklisted, the founder of the far right, Oath Keepers has been sentenced to 18 years in federal prison in connection with J6's attack on the Capitol following its conviction on seditious conspiracy. The sentence for Stuart Rhodes is the longest imposed on a J6 defendant to date. In a politically charged speech in the courtroom just before his sentencing, Rhodes called himself a political prisoner. And I agree with the sentiment. Sentiment. And said that when he talked about regime change, yeah, we need a, we need a new president there for sure. In a phone call with supporters earlier this week, he meant he hopes that former President Donald Trump will win in 2024. He's probably praying a lot more for that since Donald Trump said he would um, release or, or excuse me, pardon a. What do you say? Large majority, overwhelming majority of the J6 um, people convicted. 
A judge disagreed that Rhodes had been locked up for politics. Well, I can't see how you see it any other way unless you're an Obama-appointed judge, saying it was his actions that led to the, his criminal conviction. Actions. You, sir, he says, present, present an ongoing threat and peril to this country and to the republic and to the very fabric of the democracy. Judge Amit Mata said before handing down the sentence. Rhodes was convicted of seditious ex conspiracy in November, along with May, uh, Kelly Meggs, a fellow Oathkeeper member who will be sentenced later Thursday afternoon. Well, I would say that Kelly Meggs is probably um, none too happy today either. They won't fear us until we come with rivals in hand, Rhodes wrote in a message ahead of the J6 attack. Well, he didn't bring any weapons, and he didn't ask anybody else to. After the attack and a recording that was played in court during his trial, he said his only regret was that they should have brought rifles. So let me ask you a question. Suppose he had been sitting, I don't know, in Dallas, Texas, or Boise, Idaho, or Richmond, Virginia, or Savannah, Georgia. And he made the same statements. It appears to me that they could have still convicted him of the same. That means if you say something on social media, you say something to somebody down the street, if you vent about the election, if you say anything contrary to this totalitarian regime that we have in power. The deep state. You too may find yourself a political prisoner. Now, what he said, well, was he venting? Probably. Was he... Was he um, upset, angry? Probably. Cause they, but they didn't bring rifles. They were unarmed. And they didn't take part in an insurrection. Everyone left the Capitol after just a couple of hours. That's a redress of Congress. Mostly peaceful protest. Not an insurrection, not a riot. The fact that they legally brought some weapons to Virginia, they left them in a hotel room, was proof enough that they're, of their seditious conspiracy, according to Mata. I don't see it that way. I see it, them having their, them there in case they had to defend themselves. But apparently the only people they had to defend themselves against, well, was the Department of Justice who is out to persecute and prosecute everyone and anyone that actually supports the Constitution of the United States. I find that the DOJ is derelict, at minimum. Mata told Rose that he was found guilty of seditious conspiracy, not because of his beliefs, which I don't believe the judge. Not because you supported the other guy. I don't believe the judge. Not because Joe Biden is president. 
I don't believe that's the case. Well, in part because he was an Obama appointed. But because of the facts of the case, the facts of the case are he was unarmed, nonviolent, and helped the police. Yeah, he vented, said a few things. I'm sh what about the what about the comedian who held a faux head of the president of the United States as if she just cut his head off? But that's okay, right? But you can't vent if you're on the right or if you're in the right or if you believe in the United States Constitution. I don't care what Mata says. I do believe he is a political prisoner. Rhodes and Meigs were put on trial alongside Jessica Watkins, Kenneth Harrelson, and Thomas Caldwell, fellow Oath Keepers who were convicted of obstruction of an official proceeding and aiding and abetting but not seditious conspiracy. Watkins and Harrelson will be sentenced on Friday. Rhodes took the stand in the case, saying at trial that the other members of the Oath Keepers were this is a quote, stupid to storm the Capitol, and then he disagreed with those who went inside. Yeah. Rhodes had not entered the building, had no idea that they were that any oath keeper was even thinking about going inside or would go inside. Don't forget how many hundreds of DOJ officials did they have planted out there encouraging this kind of behavior? Actually fomenting it and actually leading the charge? Hmm. Yeah. Then I guess that doesn't matter either. But the government also produced messages in which Rhodes said that he thought that J6 was the last opportunity to stop what he saw as a takeover of the government. Okay. Anybody's words can be construed, however... The persecutors want them to be. Because in this country, if you believe in the rule of law, if you believe in the Constitution of the United States, you have to prove yourself innocent. The government no longer has to prove you guilty. On the J6, on, J on January 6th, they are going to put the final nail in the coffin of the Republic. Well, it does appear they have unless we fight our way out with Trump or without him. We have no choice, Rhodes wrote in a message ahead of the J6. He also celebrated Oath Keeper's actions in the immediate aftermath of the attack after meeting with other members of the group at an Olive Garden. Okay. Patriots, it was a long day, but a day when Patriots began to stand. So they want they don't want patriots to stand, they want them to fall. And are we willing to take the losses? Are we willing to take the losses that the Ukrainian people are taking? Or even the Russian people have been taking for eight years? Are we willing to take those losses and still fight for freedom? Well, Rhodes wrote the night of J6, stand now or kneel forever. Honor your oaths, remember your legacy. The Gateway Pundit had some longer excerpts from Stuart Malta. In short, Rhodes, along with his fellow Oath Keepers, were convicted for mouthing off in their group chats. Yeah, basically, like 
go into any Twitter feed or Facebook feed, you'll find the exact same thing. People thickering back and forth and mouthing off. So if you say, give me liberty or give me death, well, now that's essentially, now that's essentially evidence of seditious conspiracy. And if you say the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants, that's essentially now evidence of seditious conspiracy. This is all it takes to convict in a comically biased kangaroo court in D.C. Just as we saw in the Proud Boys case, the feds don't need any hard evidence. They just need a jury which doesn't, well, they don't agree with you, they don't like you, they don't like your views. They only want to buy into what this totalitarian government is selling. Okay, guys. If you liked any of this, and if you would like to see the articles referenced, just click the link below. Otherwise, just keep connecting the dots and stay prepared, because Prepper Dave's out.